This is Dead Air, the unofficial Grateful Dead radio program for the official release. has got a new album here at the Dead Air World Headquarters. It's titled Spirit, a loving tribute to Jerry Garcia and the spiritual songs he performed. I'm Mick Bondi. I play guitar and sing with Garcia Project. Hey now, it's Kat Walkerson from the Garcia Project. We're in our Garcia Project headquarters west. Hey, Corey. Nice to meet you. With the Garcia Project, we recreate shows from 1976 when the Jerry Garcia Band kind of was officially formed all the way through 1995. Doing an album of the Garcia Project for me was like, well, we're a tribute band of a cover band. It's kind of a weird thing to do, so I never really thought of doing an album. But I did, um, you know, I had this idea for... uh, putting Jerry's spiritual songs all in one kind of place. When the listener picks up the album Spirit, we hope that not only do they get a themed collection of some awesome hymns uh, that Jerry Garcia covered, but a variety of representation of the different projects that he did. So not only did he turn us on to all these different genres of music, the gospel, the R&B, the bluegrass, but he had all these great configurations of bands on the side from the acoustic band to the 70s version of Jerry Band to the 80s, 90s version of Jerry Band. So we tried to give a nod on the album to all those different incarnations of the band. When I was going with my friends, we always called Jerry Band Jerry's Church. Um, you know, oh yeah, we're going to Jerry's church. You know, I mean, that's just how we referred to it. And it was just, a, it was a great spiritual fill, you know, for me and my friends during that time. I noticed some of the songs like Sisters and Brothers, even Lucky Old Son had those, you know, little hints. But to me, it wasn't about any kind of religion or dogma or anything. To me, it was, I, I took in the words and the soul that came out of it as, as any kind of guidance. And I put it into my own life as anybody would. And just what does this word mean to me? And what does that word mean to you? You know, terms and definitions can get a little tricky when it comes to religion, but these songs, I think Jerry picked them because they were just great songs with feeling and guidance. And I mean, sisters and brothers, there's nothing wrong with that song at all in a secular world too you know it's it's like we can all be together you know it's one of those true kind of like let's come around together and uh, help each other out We have an amazing representation of the bluegrass and the harmonies. Everyone that came along were astounded at what they added. So it's a collection of Jerry's friends, the different genres and the different incarnations of his band. And of course, produced by the amazing Maria Moldar, who is just incredible with harmonies and vocal arrangements. We had been working with Maria Moldar for... um at least a year. We had met Maria on my birthday in October in Massachusetts at a gig. The Garcia Project played a gig and then the next night we had off that was my birthday and Maria was playing at the same venue and we hadn't met her or anything. And of course, knowing that Maria was in the Jerry Garcia band in the 70s, we were like, I know what I want to do on my birthday. I want to go see Maria. And Kat was like, we're going, you know. After the show, we met Maria. I felt that the Garcia Project 
were really channeling the spirit of Jerry Garcia and his music and what it was all about. I mean, you know, being a quotes cover band can be a kind of very corny thing. And that was my initial hesitation. I, I wasn't quite sure about that, you know, how I would like what they did. But I could see that their whole concept of picking whole Jerry Garcia band set list, that was an interesting concept in and of itself. And then the way Mick played really captured the feel of, of Jerry's playing. And I, I felt they were not just doing a rote copy of what Jerry and the band did, but just they were almost channeling the spirit of it. We formed a great friendship with her. We had her do a few shows with us, recreating 1978 Jerry Garcia Band in the Bay Area. It just brought back such great memories of all that great music I used to do with Jerry and the band. Well, anyway, after that, Maria said... They should think about making a record because they'd have something to sell at their shows besides stickers and stuff like that. We had never made an album before. And so they shortly thereafter approached me and said they had the idea to compile a bunch of the spiritually themed songs that he had either written and or uh, recorded and performed. She said, I would love to produce that. We were thrilled because we didn't know what that meant, but we knew we wanted her involved. I loved that idea because I always felt there was some very intangible but very palpable element of spirit in Jerry's music. You know, to have Maria as a mentor, you know, it was amazing. Right away when Kat and Mick started talking about the project, I started remembering all the killer songs that um, we had turned Jerry on to, that he had gone on to record or, or perform live. And I knew that it would just be a, an album of wonderful songs. So that's, that's how I signed on as producer. We went out to lunch to discuss the album and... Uh... Actually, the day they had the meeting with me, we had it at Phil Lesh's Terrapin Station, which is a very nice restaurant in Marin County. On uh, Kat's birthday in, uh, in January. And I happened to be with my very dear girlfriend, Leslie Rowan. Peter Rowan's significant other. And I've known them both for over 50 years. And said, you know, Peter would probably love this thing. She was hearing us talk about just the very first conversation we ever had about the album. And we said, yeah, let's let's get Peter involved. And she pipes up with, wow, you should have Peter sing a song or two on it, which I thought was a brilliant idea. That sounds great. I asked Peter, and of course he said yes. And so our faces hurt from smiling after Peter came through. And he came in, and, and then we realized after he started singing that his, his voice is truly anointed. I think Peter is just one of the all-time anointed singers. He, I, he's just a really evolved artist on every level. He's a great songwriter and just a beautiful singer. I've enjoyed singing harmony with him for over 50 years. Peter Rowan is the king of the high lonesome sound. A lot of fans might know Peter from Olden in the Way, author of Midnight Moonlight, 
and all around great guy. When Peter joined the project, uh, we knew we were going to have something very special with his voice and his guitar talents. And I have to say that when we were in the studio, listening to his first take on Drifting Too Far From The Shore, I was in tears. The feeling, the emotion that poured out of his soul during those takes, he really gave us it all. And uh, I think it shows through on the album when you go to Peter's tracks, including Cold Jordan, drifting too far from the shore and throughout the lifeline he added his own special high lonesome flavor and um i just love the guy just such a talent astonishing like again a talent a pro so we had the you know the start of what we were going to do then we kind of put the songs together on a list and we were thrilled to do it and um i just want to you know echo that having maria on board she's been you know an incredible mentor Marie and I did some of our 70s favorites, who was John, I'll Be With Thee, Gamora. And uh, just an amazing talent, has offered us such such guidance for singing and vocals and music. And um, I was so glad, and I know Kat was as well, you know, to sing with her and, and play music with her. Absolutely. She has 45 albums under her belt. 46 now. She's seen it all. <laughs> I just think there's incredible lessons in these songs. And also, at this specific time, I think it's a real time for everybody to step back and examine how they've been living their life and what, like, as a society, you know, what are we doing to being so toxic to the environment or all the injustices and toxic habits of the society as a whole or of us as individuals. I just think that every song on this album has a different spirit, uplifting spiritual message that would definitely serve to uplift people's spirits today more than any other time. The cast of characters that paraded through the studio was astonishing. Yeah, it really and was. One after the other, they just kept making the album better and better. Jason Crosby, um, one of the Bay Area's, I'm going to say one of the world's most finest keyboard players. Um, you know, to work with him was, was just mind-blowing. And then we're blessed enough to have Jackie come along. Jackie LeBranch, or Jacqueline LeBranch. Jackie, you know, is one of my first musical heroes. Jacqueline LeBranch was in the Jerry Garcia band from 83, I believe, maybe late 82, I have to double check, but 83 to 95, and uh, sang with Jerry during all that time. So when she came into the studio, of course, I'm thrilled to meet her, but just blown away by her talent now in the studio. Um, again, she came in like so many of the other just pros and... In four hours, she had laid down an amazing amount of soul and just, uh, you know, elevated the album in the in the way that Jackie elevates everything. Just such a talent, such an air, and um, and just add an amazing layer of soul to everything and help us out with some of the later day tunes, so to speak. If I could say one thing about Jackie, her and Kat and Maria singing together, it, you hear it on "Who Was John." I think more than anywhere else, you know, it's just, it's just, oh, it's just this symphony of vocals and um, we're, we're just, we're blessed to be able to record with her. We're all trying to do our own thing, but also pay tribute to the original. So when we started in with the recording, 
of Gamora and I'll be with thee, the two tracks that Buzz was on, it was, you know, it was Buzz. It was just there, you know, it was, uh, nobody's trying to capture anything. Really great drummer, incredible chops. To meet Buzz and play with Buzz, he's one of our musical heroes. He's one of Jerry's bandmates. In 76 and 77, they had Ron Tutt, pretty much. Uh, Ron Tutt was Elvis's drummer. And then when they went on tour in late 77, Ron wasn't available or whatever was going on there. They got Buzz Buchanan, and he's one of the best drummers that I know. And to have him play with us to recreate shows is one thing. That's an amazing thing. To have him appear on the album with us, too, was just mind-blowing. And if you listen to uh, track three, which is Gamora, you'll hear that 1978 Gamora feel. And I owe that to Buzz. You know, it was amazing working with Rick Turner. Besides being the co-founder of Olympic, besides being partners with Air, besides working on the Walla sound and building incredible instruments, is an amazing guitar player in his own right. When I, I got to meet Rick a couple of times down at his uh, workshop in Santa Cruz. And uh, Rick, his, his, his claim to fame nowadays is the Model 1 guitar that Lindsey Buckingham plays is a Rick Turner guitar. And a lot of people love the guitar. It's a, I mean, he's an amazing luthier. His guitars are just ridiculous. So I interviewed Rick myself and told Rick about the album. And he's like, oh, I love to be part of the album. So we brought him in and he plays on Drifting Too Far From The Shore as well. And his guitar is so tasty, his playing. And, you know, him and Peter, I mean, they could play together for hours. And it's just amazing. So, you know, that's where we got Rick Turner involved. And uh, we're just so grateful for him and his talents. You know, but to have somebody like Buzz and Maria and Jackie who were bandmates with Jerry is just, it's another level for us. Maria brings everything to the table. Maria Muldar was on Jerry's, a couple of Jerry's solo albums, um, most notably the Cats Under the Stars album. Um, and then Maria was on tour uh, late 77. She was a guest in the in 77 at a couple of different shows. And then she was on tour and part of the band. Um, I think Jerry said she was an official member uh, late 77 through 78 um, on tour with the Jerry Garcia band. She's incredible, an incredible singer. And now we know an incredible producer, a master of harmonies, an ear that doesn't miss anything. Um, the amount of hours per day and number of days that we're in the studio and she never missed a note from any instrument. So, um, you know, she's a vocalist and and can hear everything vocally, but she can also hear everything that happens on every instrument, knows exactly what she needs to hear, wants to hear, um, has a great way of communicating that with people and just bringing out the best. Um, and then in the, the post process of picking out the best stuff and putting it all together, also a master. Since Berea had so much experience, we just went in, you know, soaking in as much as we could when we were in the studio. And we really enjoyed the process. We're proud of the album. We're, we're grateful for it. We hope everybody enjoys it and um, find some up upliftedness from it. The main thing I wanted to talk about how the message in each of these songs is that it couldn't come at a more timely moment. And I really hope people will check it out. And I, and I think 
it, it, I, I think it doesn't matter what background, spiritually, religiously, or non-religiously you come from. These songs all can speak to you, and and you can take what you need and leave the rest. <laughs> 